From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. Someone said recently to me, Rabbi, maybe you could read for me every day Parsha Saman. I hear it's a great charm for Parnasa. So I laughed and I said, well, I just want you to know that it does work, but number one, it's not some kind of prayer, it's a meditation. And therefore, it only works when you read it, because it's supposed to provoke in you an understanding of how Hashem works. And not only that, if you actually understood what it's all about, you probably wouldn't want to live that way <laughs> because most people like to have a cushy bank account. And Parsha Saman is about living from day to day, moment to moment, with the trust and faith in Hashem. So <laughs> it was a little bit surprising to him. Nevertheless, there is a prevalent custom to read the Parsha Saman on the Tuesday of the week that we read the crossing of the Red Sea. Why are you on Tuesday? A possible answer from the Chassam Sofer. The Gemara Pesachim, page 118, teaches, Making a living is difficult for a man like the crossing in the Red Sea. By the Gemara comparing the two, we learn that the auspicious time to read Parsha Saman is on the day that we read the crossing of the Red Sea, Tuesday. The words that the Gemara uses is it's difficult to make a living. The word difficult is the same word used when Hashem makes hard the heart of Paro. This word, along with two other words, chizek, he strengthened, and kibed, he made heavy, 22 times from the beginning of the book of Exodus until now, the crossing of the Red Sea, it mentions that Hashem hardened, strengthened, or made heavy the heart of Paro. Why is God tampering with somebody's heart? Give him his free will. This problem called making a living is part of a cosmic process that began on day one of creation when Hashem hid himself in order to reveal his mercy as brought down in the Eitz Chaim. He has to conceal to reveal. He has to create a galut, an exile, to bring a hit galut, a revelation. He has to bring problems in order to reveal his mercy. Crazy. So therefore, in order to reveal, he has to actually draw himself back, create a vacuum in order that there should be a contrast, in order that there would be a playing field in order that there shall be free will. In this empty space, Rav Nassim explains, at the same time, there's an absence of Hashem creating doubt and questions of heresy. At the same time, there lies here the power of a muna, of faith. This is a part of life. There's no other way. So it all depends on your attitude towards this reality. Are you going to recognize that this is the way God reveals himself? Are you going to recognize that this is the way you get off of your butts? The Zohar says clearly that the Jewish people don't move unless they're pushed. The famous Zohar on the words, Paro Hikriv. It should have said, Paro Kara, Paro came close. 
Why is it power he created? He created a situation that he caused the Jewish people that they had to come close to Hashem. That's called true. Hashem turned up the volume on the heart of Paro in order that he should chase after the Jewish people. The Zohar there brings a parable of a dove who's being chased by a hawk. She flies into a crevice in the cliff and then sees a snake. The Zohar says, what does the dove do? It's surrounded by all sides. On one side, the Jewish people have Paro running after them. On the other side, they have the waves, the ocean. They're like a dove. They raise their voice and scream out, Hashem, save us. Really, the difficulty comes from the attitude of a person that he's fighting reality, he's fighting the world, he's fighting problems, instead of recognizing that problems are actually a part of the divine plan. They're really Hashem hiding so that you'll start to turn around and say, where is God? Where am I? I'm in the dark. First you say, ah, the situation's terrible, I'm getting weeds everywhere, I'm sweating. But really, the weeds and the sweat are not the problem. It's the thoughts about the weeds and and the sweat that's really the problem. Now I start to have fear, now I start to have anxiety, now I start to be angry, and I have my back against the wall. And then suddenly a voice in my ear, a tap on the shoulder says, there's a better way. Look at yourself. You're in the dark. You don't align with this snakehead. You don't have to be like this. That voice is the voice of consciousness. That voice is the, that's the Redeemer. That's Moshe. That's Shabbos. According to Chazal, the source for the three meals of Shabbos come from a verse in Parsha Saman. It says three times in the verse, eat today, because today is the day to Hashem, Shabbos today. Three times today, because ultimate being in the present moment is Shabbos. And the ultimate way to show that you're present is number one, by not working. When we're not working, we're aligning with the Creator who ceased to work on the seventh day. But says Rav Nassim, that alignment is not recognizable so much. Because many people don't work because they don't have a job. The real way to show that you're honoring Shabbos is eating three meals on Shabbos. That's the real revelation of the honor of Shabbos. And therefore, we learn out many of the laws of Shabbos, the meals especially, from the manna bread. The two loaves are commemoration of the manna bread. The tablecloth and the cover over the chalas is commemoration of the manna bread. But the real sign that a person is honoring the Shabbos is when he puts out on the table all the different types of food. And you say, wow, as I say every week, mommy, I'm in God Aden. I'm in heaven. And he sings with his family. And he eats for several hours and says words of Torah then it's recognizable that he believes that Hashem is the source of everything. He's the source of saving us from our enemies, and he's the source of our lively sustenance. Now that's also the secret of Shabbos Shira. The Svasemis explains what shir, what song. Song is when a person straightens out the crooked illusions of his mind. When a person's mind and heart are crooked, he's certainly not in a singing mode. 
But when he sees that Hashem is Yosha, that Hashem is straight, and he sees the amazing fairness and the wisdom that Hashem created the world in such a way that when I align with him, things work. He's in a straight line. That's called a shear, a straight line. Ki Yosha Hashem. And that's the state of being that we try to reach on Shabbos and bring into our lives. A tzufridenkeit, a happiness with life, a happiness with the world, a happiness with God. It's good to thank Hashem. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align Podcast.